<laughs> this meeting is being recorded. Welcome back to another episode of the Women in Gridiron show. This is the Gridiron New South Wales Week 2 Roundup. Danny, there's just something special about that wide receiver quarterback connection. Like, you can't explain it. Unless you play quarterback, you don't know what it feels like to have someone that you, it doesn't matter where you place the ball, they will catch it. Um, and it doesn't happen with every receiver, but when it does, it's magic. I watched you and Jordan, uh, obviously you've had those reps from Outback, but watching your game on the weekend, it felt like we were watching that special connection. How would you describe that feeling between a wide receiver and a quarterback when it works? Oh, yeah, look, um, it's a really nice feeling when it works. Really, really nice feeling, especially when you're delivering really good balls. I know on the weekend, some of my balls weren't weren't the best um, delivery to, to the girls. Um, but look, it's so nice when you you know what to expect from um, a receiver, how they run, where they're, where they're wanting the ball exactly. Um, like it, it's just a nice feeling when you, you have that kind of connection, you know where they're going, you know what they're doing and kind of vice versa and they can adjust um, where needed. So yeah, it's, it's a really nice feeling. And it was very, very good having um, Jordan um, and Christy also on the weekend. Um, it was, yeah, it was nice having that connection back with the girls. I mean, and, and it's, such, it's such a trust thing, uh, you know, and like I said, unless you're a quarterback, you don't know the feeling of just being able to throw a ball and, and just have it land in the hands and, and have it go for a big play. So that's something special. Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose and you will not Stop. You are listening to Mojo Sports. This week, uh, we saw round two. Um, our feature game from last week was actually your game versus the Giants. Um, and you guys came out on top. Woohoo! With a win, just like, just like, uh, was it four yep. points? Four points difference? I'm fairly, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the, re- I think I'm going to have to go back and listen to the recording because I'm fairly certain that I, I was closer. Uh, when it came to the score line, and I had you on top. So I'm going to put that in the win column for me. Um, but, yeah, how was the game? Yeah, look, it was a really good game. Um, I'm so proud of our team, hey, especially from how we performed last week to where we all went in – from where we all were last week to um, then this week, individually individually and as a team. Um super super proud of the girls like they stepped up a lot more than they did last week on defense still got a lot long way to go um with some of our defensive assignments lots of lots of missed missed tackles but they're things that we can easily work on um and look I'm just yeah I'm so proud of them I think we've got some good things coming and I'm really excited to see um our team and everyone individually progressing each week and I think you'll really really see that from our team um so I'm super happy and I think your game was so interesting to watch because like we said last week, it, it was two polar opposites in terms of offense. You know, it was very heavy run from the Giants and very pass heavy from you guys. And what I loved about it was that it was going score for score there for a while. You know, you guys had, you know, I think it was the fourth fourth play of the game and, and you threw this like, 30 yard plus touchdown to Jordan. And then, you know, it's first series of the Giants, uh, you know, their running back ends up running it for, you know, a 40 yard touchdown. So it was just, it was a good game to watch, watch them back and forth. Um, but yeah, so much improvement from you guys, uh, and yeah, really entertaining. And, and I think 
you know, it, it showed where where everyone is kind of leveling out. Obviously, we haven't played everyone yet, but I, I like to see this level of close competition because, like like we said last week, you don't want to see these blowout scores every week. So when it's a close game, it, it just makes everyone feel better and that you've achieved something really special. Yeah, exactly. Look, it kept us all on our toes. Um, I like I said last week, I thought we're, we're gonna we're gonna win it, and I was very um, you know very strong in that that belief and that feeling um but it was actually quite nice to have that oh god here we go here we go we're gonna we've got to get back on we've got to got to get down the field and score especially I think there was like five minutes left um and the coach was kind of saying oh we're just going to drag out the time drag out the time and I was like not like we need to score here like we need to score they're going to get back the ball and then we need to score like again like we can't we can't drag out this time. Like it was a really intense um, game for us when we were on the field. And then for myself, also being um, off the field, it was um, quite, quite intense and quite, um, yeah, just kind of exciting to be, have a game where it was actually close. It made your, your adrenaline like rush more and stuff. So it was nice to actually see the scores um, a bit closer in a way. I know I'm saying that and I, you know, you're probably thinking, why is she saying that? Doesn't she want to win by a lot? But no, it was actually really, really nice. No, you know, and I'm saying saying that, like, you know, I, like I said last week, I don't think you get as much satisfaction out of winning by a lot to to not a lot. I think that those competitive games make everyone better, and I think that now because GNSW is still trialing this new timing rule, um, where we're playing actual timing rules, you know, drop balls, uh, clock stops, out of bounds, clock stops, all of the normal uh, NFL slash IFAF um, and men's rules for timing. It kind of makes the game a little bit more strategic for those of us who know the rules. And and, and I think it's going to come down to um, how the coaches use those timings to kind of benefit them and how strategic that they can be. So, you know, this season is going to be really exciting, not because uh, – not, not just because of all the new teams that we've got coming in and, and all the new players, but because of that timing. And that just brings another element to the game that brings us a little bit closer uh, to playing proper football as opposed to seven aside. But in our rally game this week, uh, GNSW saw my team, the Sydney Uni Lion Sharks. Now I say Lion Sharks because we have merged with the Central Coast Sharks and we're kind of coming up with this, this name. I, I like the fact that we're both apex predators, so something might come from that. I don't know. I'm going with Lion Sharks right now. There's Tiger Sharks, so that a thing. Um, but we came up against a very formidable opponent in the uh, Northern Sydney Rebels. It was a rough day for our offense. Uh, you know, the Rebels defense is very, very strong, very, very fast. We saw a lot of action on the defensive side of the ball, but considering it was our first game as a full team since combining with Central Coast, I don't think it was too bad. There was lots of room for improvement and we've got lots of talent in our squad and I'm excited for the rest of the season. We did go down in a similar fashion to you guys, Danny, 48-0, but I did manage to uh, score myself a forced fumble recovery uh, with a return, so I'm pretty happy and very, very sore. Standouts across the league, uh, Central West Giants again, you know, that 16-year-old little protege, Maria Toya, number eight, getting it done, uh, you know, making some big tackles out there. And, you know, from what I was watching, uh, she just seems to be able to, she's, she's reading the, the game really well for someone that's never been exposed to it. So uh, how, how is it coming up against her? Yeah, look, for her second game, I think she did she did quite well. I think her coaches. Um, are going to start to really know where she needs to work on now. I think, um, not that I want to <laughs> give anyone some advice. Um, yeah, don't give you some more advice. But, um, you know, I think once she can start really just 
making a pure decision and running with it, she is going to be great. I know there was a couple of times where she was a bit delayed in her decision making, but again, it's her second game. She's only been around what for two weeks really now. Um, So I think once she figures that out, she's, she's really going to be great. And I do have to quickly say that I really loved um, one of their running backs um, this, this week. I know that they're one of their running backs last week, unfortunately broke her leg. Um, I think it was their starting running back. Um, but they're one that they had this week, number three. I'm not sure what her name was, but she did really, really well. And that I'm really excited to also see where she can go this season too in that running back position. She was very patient behind that um, fullback, which was really, really great. Um, and, yeah, she did some good stuff on defense too from what I saw. Number three, Nelta Laufer. I apologize, Nelta, uh, for the pronunciation on that. But, yeah, you definitely caught my eye. And, and I think the other person that I had my eye on from the Central West Giants was number 22, running back Emma Aretta. I mean, she just went beast mode a couple of times, you know, shaking defenders, scoring long-range runs, uh, you know, just shaking people off yep. left, right, and center. Nice. So, yeah, look, and she was playing both sides of the ball too. So she was there at fullback taking runs, take, you know, blocking, lead blocking. Um, and then she was there at middle linebacker. Um, so, you know, I, I know that she was she was kind of all around the field and she did really, really well. And I think she's going to also be one of their kind of key players this, this year and she's only going to grow too. Yeah. And, you know, Emma, Emma's been around for a while. Uh, I don't know if you ever played with her when she played at Phoenix, um, but, you know, she came, she came through the Phoenix system as well. Um, so she's been around for a long time. So it's nice to see her really injecting herself and inspiring the rest of her team. We've done an episode on, on the Central West Giants before and we spoke to Emma. Um, and, you know, I just love that they're, a, a, you know, a female-oriented club. She's got all female executives. So they're really getting it done out there on the field. And it's exciting to see where they're going to go this year. Um, for Danny, for your team, I mean, my vote, of course, is for the Demisio factor, scoring a good couple 30-plus yard receptions um, from you, our very own Mojo quarterback. Uh, anyone else from your team get some nods? Look, I need to give a shout-out to our other Victorian, Christy. Um, she had a hard slog and slogged some stuff out too um, yesterday. She was absolutely amazing on defence and offence. Um, another one is our rookie running back. I'm so proud of her, Ashley. Um, look, she, I, I, yeah, I'm really personally proud of her. You know, last week she didn't have, you know, the best game. It was her first first game jitters and stuff like that. And she just read blocks a lot better this week, um, just stuck her foot down and just went with it. And I saw some really good things from her, especially even on defense, getting in there a bit. Um, and one other person I want to shout out is, um, Pookie Pooks, um, our number, I think she was number seven this week, our corner. Um, she'd been away for a week and I thought that she came back just to, like kind of really hungry um, and got a pick, which was lovely for her. And she was kind of all around the field just trying to get in it where she could. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I definitely, I saw your running back. Uh, you know, I, I think she she did read her blocks really well because I was really impressed with one of her touchdown runs where I think she just went up through the A gap and then bounced out to a B and then, you know, just clipped, missed a defender by just the smallest amount and ended up running it in for a touchdown. I was like, damn, all right, this this is where we're going. Um, but yeah, super excited to see the rest of your team, you know, bring it in the next couple of weeks too, Danny. For the Rebels, uh, number 25, my favourite, uh, wide receiver Mackenzie Sivia, really getting it done you know she's been so great to watch uh from a little 17 year old playing state with us in 2018 to being a force to be reckoned with with a few seasons under her belt now 
Uh, she's hard to tackle. She's fast. Uh, you know, she's deceptively fast, but she's just got great hands. Um, great receiver. She really, really did some great things for the Rebels yesterday. And uh, along with standout performance from Rebels quarterback Alia Kamali, uh, running in a couple, uh, using that big body of hers, just running straight up the guts. Uh, you know, that's hard to stop, um, especially from a defensive perspective. But for us, Lions, Sharks, our safety, Lily Holmes was a beast in the secondary coming down hard and she was just so ferocious in attack. I've, I've never played with her before. Uh, she's, I think it's her second season, um, but she's just, she just wants to hit people and uh, that's what we like on defense. She was very excellent for us. And I have to shout out our D-line uh, with Brooke Only, you know, taking the reins there as a veteran and uh, really, you know, making things a little bit difficult for the Rebels at times. Um, but yeah, it, it was a great game. And I think just a great weekend all around. It was nice to see everyone from all the teams coming out and supporting each other and and being able to see everyone for the first time. Having two games of the women's at the same field was, again, excellent. And I actually didn't mind the field that we played on. It was actually quite pleasant to play on some nice synthetic turf. It wasn't too rough. New South Wales gridiron, let us us play there again. It was actually a great field. I, I loved it. I loved it too. And there was a bar and there was food and there was a physio like upstairs in the bar. So yeah, if, if we can get that, that, that makes field. I know. So handy. If we can get that field every week, we will be happy, happy days. Uh, you know, for me personally, like I, I was really happy because the first time that, uh, you know, it, KJ brought um, my two kids down, you know, for the first time. And the last time Mackenzie was down at football, she was tiny, tiny little two-year-old. So for everyone to see how much she's grown and for her to watch me play football again, all she's been talking about this weekend is it was football. So she put a little mini football helmets on a little tiny babies and playing football babies and, and all that sort of stuff. So it was just, it was just a nice weekend. Glad to be back. Um, and now we've got a, a break coming up because we've got the long weekend, but the breakdown feature game for after the long weekend, I've heard on the grapevine, looks to be Rebels v Raiders Opal Bowl rematch. Both games look, uh, both teams look very different the last time that they met. So I think it's going to be an interesting one, Danny. What are you thinking about this? I'm actually so excited for them to play each other for like first up kind of thing. So um, like their first game against each other, I can't wait. You know, they both got experienced you know, O-lines, which I'm really excited to see what they're going to do do um, there with their offense because really suitable, their whole, the whole offense is, is really experienced. You know, you've got Amanda at quarterback um, with the Mississippi girls at, at on, on the line um, for the Raiders and then you've got some of the outback crew on the Rebels for the line and then you've got, you know, Alia as a quarterback there and some great receivers. Like I'm just really, really excited to see what they can do and I think their defenses too are going to be pretty well on par um so I'm just super excited to see what they're gonna you know what coach Dane and coach Blake are gonna throw at each other just I know it's 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 the battle of the state coaches you know you've got the head coach uh versus the defensive coordinator who's going to come out on top um yeah I I think too from what I've seen I think Haley was playing a little bit of quarterback um I don't know I don't know the situation with Amanda, whether she'll be back down again. Um, but if she is, good on him, and, and it'll be good to have her back down. But again, Haley's done this job uh, much like myself mm-hmm. for many, many years. So uh, you know, she's got an experienced line. She knows how her line works. So as a quarterback, knowing how your line is working uh, is such a benefit. 
Um, but yeah, their, their offensive strategies are a little bit different. I know that the Raiders like to stack their O-line, like, you know, we're talking like four or five on the line, you know, power run up the middle, whereas the Rebels, from what we saw on the weekend and what you've obviously seen as well, you know, they've got a lot of this pulling, you know, a three-guard line, a lot of pulls, a lot of complicated blocking. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how both defences handle each other's offence. What's the score prediction, if we can do it? What do you think? Oh God, this is a tough one. I, I'd love to say that the score is going to be quite high, but I think that it's going to be lower. I feel like it's going to be probably around 12, 16, probably to the Raiders, I reckon. I really reckon the Raiders might get one over them just because I think um, just with some of their stuff that they do do in the run game, um, is really, really good. And I think they're very, very good at deception um, and, you know, hiding the ball and stuff like that. And I just think that they're just going to have that little bit more cleanness um, through, through the run, through the run game. Yeah. And I think that the rebels are going to have to pull something out a little bit more complicated, not so much complicated, but just something a little bit different now because they've ran a similar offense versus you. The same ran a similar offense against us. And, you know, from a defensive perspective, uh, you know, we had a, a solid plan that uh, that worked against their offense. So now that the Raiders have seen that, um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Dane adjusts his defense and how Blake adjusts his offense based on that. I think similar to you, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game and it's going to be close. Like I think there could be a touchdown in it. I'm probably going to go, I'm going to go with the Raiders as well. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go, Oh, what am I going to go? I'm going to go 22, 18 uh, coming down yeah. the final, final couple of minutes. I think um, yeah. it's going to be one to watch. So hopefully that comes off um, after the long weekend. Let's I'm praying that we're also playing at the same venue just so we can watch it. That would oh, be amazing. That would be great. Amazing. I mean, after the after the Opal Bowl went into double double overtime, I mean it's gonna be a, gonna be a cracker. So mm. heads, heads, heads up for everyone. That's the game to watch uh, when we come back from the break. Now let's wrap this one up, Danny. We like to keep this short and sweet because, like I said, we don't want to bore the rest of Australia with what happens in New South Wales, although it is very entertaining uh, and the hotspot for Gridiron at the moment. But let's one, let's wrap this one up with our rapid fire for tonight. Hey, we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is saying closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Rapid fire for tonight is what was your play of the weekend? Danny, it could be your team. It could be another team. Play of the weekend. What do you got? Play of the weekend. Um, God, there's so many that I can think of. Like there's so many with Jordan that Jordan's just the way that she moves and just absolutely incredible. But Jordan did have some good ones, but sorry, George, I'm going to just have to go with Ashley's um, touchdown run just because she's a rookie and I was so proud of her and she just banged it up that middle A gap and just went for gold. So I'm going to give that one to um, Ash, I think. It was it was very nice to see a rookie um, just smacking that hole really hard going downhill and just getting that TD. 
I love that language. It made me laugh. So many, so many, so many jokes. So many jokes. Keep it PG. Um, yeah, I'm gonna chuck. I'm gonna chuck up the. I'm gonna chuck up these plays um, on the Instagram page. Now that we've got film, which DNSW kindly provides for us every single week, um, we can start sharing some of these. Um, some of these amazing plays that we see each weekend. And uh, I think, I think for me, my play of the weekend, I'm gonna have to give it to Jordan. I'm gonna have to go with uh, the very first touchdown Jordan scored because. Uh, what I noticed was that the Central West Giants' safety was sitting a good 20 yards back, and yet you still threw this 30-yard bomb, and Jordan still caught it and still ran it in for a touchdown. Um, yeah, and it, it was super good, impressive. Hey. Super it's impressive. Gets it. I know. I yeah, yeah. So it was a good one. So we'll, we'll share those ones. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye on the socials, guys. Have a listen. Uh, tag a mate, especially all the people that we've just mentioned uh, in our players of the game. Be ready for a big wrap-up of this Raiders-Rebels game next time um, after the break. We've got some different content coming during the break, but that's okay. Um, but, yeah, tag a mate, share on socials, catch us here next week, and we'll, in, we'll, we'll see you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.